Hey everybody, yep, my name is Noel Michael Smith and you're listening to the Low Food Fitness Lifestyle Podcast and I'm so happy and delighted to be with you here today. I'm going to be talking about this world. What's this podcast called? Get Ahead in Life. And we all love that, right? We all love to get ahead in life. And I'm a positive thinker. And what does positive thinking actually mean? I'm going to dive, dive right into this. Actually, before I dive right into this, I like to do something that I've been doing for the past few times I've been on, on air, which is telling you all about myself and telling you where I come from because it's all well and good somebody picking up a mic, doing a podcast and jabbering on a load of stuff here and there. But what qualifications... And why do you listen to that person? Where's the background and where's the, the experience that a person has that requires you to listen to them? Well, I've had 35 years of experience of teaching in London, kickboxing, kung fu, karate and aerobic fitness. I was involved in the aerobic British championships and ultimately competed in the world championships. I'm a fifth degree black belt in karate and kung fu. I teach Taibo, I teach my own form of fitness called Lofu Fitness. I have my own martial arts style called Lofu Kung Fu and Kickboxing. I've trained with great people like Billy Blanks, Tony Lloyd, Neville Ray, Jane Fonda, not to mention Derek Evans, the master um, fitness guru here in the UK, Mr. Motivator. I've trained with some great people and still continue to train with great people and great people continue to train with me. So... Over the past 30-odd years that I've been teaching and moving around and across the globe doing this and that, I decided, hey, I like to talk anyway because I'm a people person and I'm going to bring you the experiences that I've had in my travels and experiences I continue to have because we learn from each other. I, myself, bringing you this podcast, I'm learning from you as much as you are learning or taking away from me. Now, I'm a positive person, as I said a minute ago. I don't jest when I wake up. I don't stay in bed and thinking that I just want a little more here and a little time more there. The morning is here and I jump out of, the, jump out of bed waiting for that next moment, that next big thing, because I'm always dreaming about the next big thing. Because I love people, I love my life, and I love life in particular. As long as there's air flowing through my lungs and, and blood passing through my veins and arteries, I am feeling amazing, yeah, because we can be somewhere else, right, I live in England, I live in London, and it's a great place, great city, and that positivity that I have, I hope you could take a little bit of that positivity away with you, yeah, now, let's talk about you, and you, and you, yeah, I'm talking about you, you're a strong individual. You're a strong person, strong man, a strong woman. The things that you've done already, you can do better. You can strive to do better. I've just started a Tai Chi class, right? I've gone into the realms of Tai Chi. I've been trying to avoid it for many years because um, I like my workouts and my exercise to be a little more fast, a little more action-packed. But I've been teaching Kung Fu now for over 30 years. And I was asked to do a Tai Chi class, and I said, yeah, I'll go in and do it. And I did my first Tai Chi class last week, and it went, it went very well. And it dawned on me that the people that I'm teaching are stronger, are powerful. Because Tai Chi, what do they believe? What is Qi? Spelled Q-I. What is Qi? Qi is a form of electricity in your body that flows through your bones and through your muscles, through every fiber in your body, right? It's buried 
in your sternum, in your inner soul. And to unleash chi is unleashing a, a source of endless power that people tap into by mistake. If a woman's car turns over, she gets out and her baby is trapped inside, you'll see that woman lift up that car. That eight stone woman will lift up that car, spin it over back on its wheels and take her baby out. You see people running through fire. You see people jumping out of buildings. In times of danger, people do extraordinary things and survive them. What is this survival instance? What is this power? What is this power that people can tap into by mistake? You can tap into by design. We can all tap into it just by design. And the power is not just one that dictates strength. It could also dictate your well-being, your willingness to drive and be successful in life. An old Chinese proverb, a journey of a thousand miles starts with one single step. It doesn't matter what you are putting your mind to. Start from the beginning. I'm starting to write a book. It's something that's been on my mind for a while and it's going well. But if I had never started it, I can't finish it. You get what I'm saying? You have to start the book. The minute you start this, start writing. I've started writing and it's starting to flow really well now. And I could see the story in my head. Each time I write a chapter, I can see the next chapter. One's leading into another. I'm finding a real good experience. So what I'm saying to you all is if you have a dream, you go for it. I, was, I went for a job. I'm not going to tell you what the job is, but let's just say I want to create something in one of the big major um, fitness companies out there. And I got turned down recently. My mother always told me, I always remember this, don't take no for an answer. <laughs> But when she told me no, I had to take it for an answer though. See the hypocrisy of it. But there you go. Don't take no for an answer. You go back time and time again until that person says yes. Bug them. There's a boy called Elvis. No, not the Elvis. His name was just Elvis. And he's in a really good job now. But I used to find him quite annoying growing up because he used to always be around bugging you. But that's what he did to get into a job better than the rest of us have got. When I say the rest of us, me and the guys who went, we went to school with this man. Because he would just stick around and he would just bug you. There's a girl called Sally Dobson, great friend of mine. And she never did a degree, but she works for one of the biggest companies in the UK. In fact, one of the biggest companies in the world, just by stepping up the ladder. I know, I know hum, numerous people who have done this. Now, it's called persistence. You've got to persist with something. If you want it, you've got to drive on and get it. Because someone's got a degree and they may have studied in university, doesn't mean to say they've got a hand over you. It could be a hindrance for them. A lot of them think they're too cocky anyway. Well, a lot of them act a little cocky. I've done this degree. I could step in and do this thing. doesn't work that way, man. doesn't work that way. My daughter, older daughter, she doesn't have a degree, but she's got amazing people skills. She's doing just fine. Make your studying end at some stage. Never stop learning, but your studying could end. Because I, I know some people, they go on a degree, then they go on a master's, then they go on the next one and the next one and the next one. When do you end up living your life? Live your life to the full. Go full steam ahead. Don't stop. But in the interim, you got to play. I watch Dragon's Den. In America, they have its, its Shark Tank. The sharks or the dragons, 
they listen to the bid and they would say, I'm in. When, when they're in, they've invested in that particular business and they go away whatever percentage they've negotiated and everyone's happy. Now, I see people come in to the Dragon's Den and Shark Tank and say, I eat, sleep, breathe this. Now, that's good, right? Drive, go ahead, push forward. But you've got to play. You've got to play. I have a lot of Asian friends, i.e. Asian, Indian and Pakistan. And they don't live. They don't know how to have a good time because that culture is all about work, 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 work. On the other hand, my culture is West Indian, Jamaican, and it's all about play, 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 play. There's got to be a middle ground between the two. Your strict system regime, your inner strength power to push forward, and then you've got to have time to rest, spend time with your kids, spend time with your husband or your wife, and spend time just relaxing and have some holiday. There's got to be a, a balance there. Success and failure. You cannot succeed unless you fail. There are many greats who have advocated those same words. I've not failed. I've just found a thousand ways it won't work. Our greatest weakness is when we give up. Our greatest strength when we say, let me just try it just one more time. Many of life's failures are from people who didn't realise how close they were before they gave up. And Thomas Edison was one of those people. The quotes I just ruled off just now were from his dictations. Now, if you want to really push forward in life, there's two things you've got to have. You've got to have drive. We all know that, yeah? But you also got to have passion and love for the thing you do. And I spoke about some of um, Tom Edison's quotes that you don't give up and you fail and fail and fail, but you keep on going. And if you look at some of the our greats that we've got here now, they made their success quite late in life. And what is success anyway? Success is down to you. It doesn't mean when you have a lot of money, and I've had podcasts like this before, when you have a lot of money, a lot of wealth, got to run around with two, five, six, seven houses and, a, and 10 cars. That ain't wealth. Success is where you pitch yourself, where you pitch yourself. And I've already told you, you've got to aim high. We could pitch ourselves to sleep under a cash point and beg for money, right? But there's no ambition, there's no aspiration there. Don't put your life in other persons, in someone else's hands. Take control, take control of your own life. You're in control of your own destiny. So if you're going to push forward and do something, you've got to have the passion for it. If you've got a passion for writing, if you've got a passion for being an accountant. I've watched shows when people have studied and they've become doctors and, and lawyers and they're earning great money and they give it up to do their dream, to do the thing they love doing. But if you want to succeed in that thing and not make it just a hobby, you've got to love it. You've got to, in, you've got to embrace it. It's got to be your baby. You almost have to have it like another child if you've got children. If you haven't got children, like a pet, you have to embrace that thing. You have to eat, sleep, breathe it. And you have to play with it as well. This is what I'm talking to you about, right? About the, play, the work and play. So your job should be both. 
I can go away. I can go to America, Australia, Europe, any other countries in Europe, any of those places, and have my job come with me and enjoy my holiday because my work is also my play. I don't enjoy going out to nightclubs and bars and stuff because I get a lot of social from my work. Now, you may not be a social kind of guy. You may be the type of person, girl or boy, who like to code and be in a room all by yourself with you and your computer and your, and your algorithms. And just doing that stuff. That is your baby. Going out is something that doesn't interest you. Because you've got all the going out in your room. And that's fine. But if it's not a hobby and you want to make money from it, you've got to love it like you would love your child, as I said. And sometimes even rest. I've got a problem to solve in my business. I cannot solve it when I'm playing. I cannot solve it when I'm working. What's the third thing? Sleep. I solve it in my sleep. I go to bed. In the middle of the night, I'm thinking about this thing. Eureka! I have to answer. I spring up out of bed, write it down, and the next morning, I've put it into action. I've got it. So you could even bring that into your sleep. But yeah, I love my sleep. Let me tell you this. I do adore my sleep. Cannot do without it. None of us can, but some seem to be able to do without it more than others. You know, good judgment comes from experience. The simple as that. You make your judgments from your past, the things that you've done in the past. What happens if you don't have a whole lot of experience? I tell you this from now. Much of your experience comes from bad judgment, right? So here's the thing now. Let's take a fighting scenario because I'm a fighter, right? So I'm in a boxing ring or a kickboxing ring and I'm fighting this person in my earlier years and I may lose. The next time I come back, I know my mistakes and I'm going to win. That's the experience. And even if I did win my first fight, it doesn't matter. I'm still gaining experience from that. So when I go into my next fight, I win without having to do as much. So each time... You're, each time you go into that boxing ring, you're going with more experience, more success. So don't despair. If, you, if you're doing something, you don't have a whole lot of experience because you will get that. And you know, what is experience anyway? Let's break experience down a little. Experience is what you've done in the past. So it does, even if you're 21, let's put it a little bit younger. 19, you're a teenager, you're 19. It's going into manhood or womanhood. You've still got a whole lot of experience because that's 19 years of experience that you've got. Let's be realistic. Take five of those out of the equation. So you've still got 14 years of experience, realistically. That's a whole load of years. Now, I'll tell you another thing about experience, but you don't, people don't get this. There are things going on. If you, like, let's wind back a little bit. You're at school. And things are going on at school, bullying, um, fights, nice things, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever it may be. I can't think of them now. It's been a while since I was at school. But I tell you this, all you schoolgoers, it doesn't change in the workplace. Don't go hating on your school because when you go to work, it's the same. You have the same stuff 
but done in a different way. It's a little more cleverer. Cleverer? Can you use that word? <laughs> it's a little more clever. Because there's implications. There's human resources, right? So, and there's the police, and you can't, there's certain things you cannot do. But they're smart. They do it in a different way. But the outcome is the same. If you're being bullied, no matter whether it's verbal, on social media, or physical, you still feel the same. You're still being taken advantage of. You're being abused, right? And this this doesn't, as a, without sounding like a parrot and repeating myself, doesn't change. So you've got to learn this at school, right? So what we're talking about, we were, let's go back to the experience thing now. If you're experiencing certain things at school and then you go into the workplace, use that experience you had at school. So you've got experience when you're 19. You've got experience when you're 20. You've got experience when you're 21. It's just that as you go on in life, you'll gain more experience because you would see and hear and do things. And going abroad, no matter what country you're in, whether you're in America or you're in the UK, Travelling around the world gives you so much perspective and outlook on life. Let me just wind back a little bit to the school stuff. There's one thing that's just come to me. <laughs> you know, these things just pop up in my head just like that. And it just dawned on me. Do you know in the workplace, you have the fat kid? Yep. You have the skinny kid. You have the mouthy kid. You have the quiet kid. You have the bully. You have the the victim. You have, you have all of these people... In school, you have all of these people in your class and you have them in the workplace just the same, right? It's just it's just crazy how nature um, fits people like this together. And not only that, remember at school, if you lost a kid because they went to another school, they moved away, someone else would take the place. Whether they come into the school or into your classroom from another classroom or another school, or someone in the classroom has taken the role. But someone has to always fill that role. You always have a diversity of people in the building, in the class, in the workplace. It's no different. So protect yourself. Two things. If you're at school and you're going into the workplace, take the experience with you now. If you've been at work for a while, and you're experiencing certain things, then remember what you were like and how it was at school and use that experience to deal with it. Don't put limits on yourself. Your, your limit is endless. You can go as far as your mind would take you. And as humans, we don't know how far our mind would take us. If you watch, if you watch some sci-fi shows, they show people actually using their mind to move objects that's the power of the mind we don't use our brain we only use a small percentage of our brain what's the other percentage used for we don't know right now there are theories and you'll go on to um anatomy books and they'll tell you this and that but load of baloney they don't know right so there's this all this brain power that you have that needs to be tapped into as I said to you the other day, chi, you know, there was there was a time where Westerners didn't understand, and they still don't, Chinese medicine. It's a mystery, but it worked. So they had to adopt it. They, they were, I brought up in an era where they looked at acupuncture as being a load of baloney. 
and they, the doctors were seeing this acupuncture working and people getting up and walking when they couldn't, they've operated on these guys and they've had no success. So they had to adopt the Chinese method and, well, I haven't adopted it, but they endorse it now. We cannot do this for you. Try my man down the road who does acupuncture because he's had success where we haven't had it. And they try to put a science to it, but I tell you, man, they, they try, they cannot. Yeah, they cannot. Acupuncture is an age-old uh, medicine in China. They say China goes back somewhat. Who knows how far acupuncture goes back? So uh, uh, the point I'm making here is do not put limits on yourself because if you limit yourself, you're going to be stagnated. Science is not about guessing. It's about progress. Make progress in your life. If you stand still, you're going to get run over. You have to move forward. If you're on a ladder and you stay there, eventually the ladder will break and you will fall down. Take one step after another and go up the ladder. Reach the top. And don't fear the person who wants to help you as well. There's going to be many out there that want to give you a helping hand with no agenda. You know who they are. You're a judge of character. I've just told you how to use your experience. Use your experience and judge that character good and go from that. Because no man's an island. We all need help here and there. Take it. Concentrate on one thing. Find the thing you're most passionate about. Home right in. Imagine you're a, you've got a dart in your hand. Aim it at the dartboard. Throw it at that point and go straight for it. If it's a bullseye you want to go for, you throw that dart at the bullseye and you keep on going towards that bullseye. Don't take your eyes off it. Everything in your life points towards that bullseye. Your children, your mother, your sister, your brother, your cousin, your friends, your family, everybody points towards that bullseye. You bring them into that fold. If you're going out on a trip, you bring them into the fold. If you're going out on a holiday, you, you bring them into that fold. If you're going out for a dinner, you bring them into that fold. It doesn't mean to say you play. I told you this earlier on. When you play, you bring them into the fold. Everything must revolve around that Dart pointing to that arrow. This is your life. you got one life as far as we know it. Live it good. Remember, failure is success. When someone says no to you, you drive on and say, I'm not taking no for an answer, and you go and see them tomorrow. When they tell you that you know again, you go and see them the day after, and so on and so on, until, hey, they've got to drag you out of that room. Don't, don't have inhibitions. Don't have limits. Don't let anyone dictate your life. If you need something from that person, providing you're not going to hurt them or steal from them or take anything that, um, that they have without earning it, you go straight on full steam ahead and go and get it. I'm telling you now, I'm giving you, the, I'm giving you the leeway here, right? I'm giving you the permission. You have the permission from Noel Michael Smith. You go out there and get it. Your success is my success. If you've succeeded in something and I know you and I hear about you and I hear that you've succeeded in this, it will make my day real good, all right? I want you to go out there, make my day good, make your day good and do proud by all of us, all right? The country needs you. You know something what I tell my kids? And I tell a lot of people this. When I teach, I teach children, right? You know that. Teach children. Told you this many times before. How do you know that person's not going to be another Mozart? How do you know that that lady 
is not going to be another Margaret Thatcher. How do you know that person, that boy, is not going to be another Einstein? You don't know that. Regardless of their qualifications, you don't know that. So we've got to nurture, you've got to push on, you've got to drive, right? Because you don't know what is going to happen, what opportunities, what doors are going to open for you. Be ready. Be ready at the helm. And being behind and being left behind ain't a bad thing. It's always retrievable. Everything's retrievable. But you've got to be prepared to leapfrog the competition when you do that. So you've got to work doubly hard. Don't be too far behind because you've got to work triply hard. And that's, that's going to be crazy. And remember that you're not the first to think of all of this stuff. You know, I see people out there coming out with fitness concepts in my industry. They're jumping on this, climbing on this, spinning on that, doing this exercise, doing that exercise. Nothing is new. I've seen it all before. They dress it up and give it a different name, right? Just remember, you are not the first to be doing what you're doing. There are no new concepts out there. Unless you invent something, that's a new tech, right? But I'm going to leave you now with all this. I hope you've taken away some stuff here. My name is Noel Michael Smith. I'm talking to you from my experiences in life. And hopefully you could just tap into a little of this and go with it. Go with it. Yeah, I'm literally out of here now. And you all take care of yourselves, yeah? You'll be good. Stay safe. Bow.